0: Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Medic Up podcast. Brand new episode. Brand new stuff for 2019. Uh We were lucky enough to have our friend Katie Contreras come in uh, to town for the weekend. And uh, I conned her into stopping by the studio to just sit down and talk with me and Dietrich, a.k.a. the Skinny Medic from the interwebs. And, uh... It ended up just being three medics talking, three educators, three medics with a couple of years experience, and we share a bunch of the same interests with stop the bleed and some tac med type stuff. So we got together, we talked, we hit the standard, um, you know, medic up uh, podcast questions. You know, how'd you get here? What brought you into EMS? What have you done for the past couple of years? What do you do now? And it ended up uh, just the three of us spending a uh, shitty Friday morning with bad weather and uh, just just talking into microphones and you know, hanging out. So here's the friends from the internet episode. Before we get into it, though, we get a couple sponsors now. New sponsors, sponsoring the Medica podcast, which is awesome. Bunch of local guys, local businesses, local first responders want to tell you about them. Guys, go check them out. Number one, Fuel the Machine Apparel. Fuel the Machine Apparel, they're based on the idea of not just a brand, but a lifestyle. They're pro-health, pro-first responder, pro-military. They believe you, you got to take care of yourself before you can help others. And again, can't agree more. Can't agree more. Fuel the Machine is a first responder owned and operated business. All the designs are created in-house and printed by them in the USA. They're their own quality control. Their slogan, I love the slogan, man. Be the solution, not the problem. Go check them out at FuelTheMachine.com. www.FuelTheMachineApparel.com Listen up. Phil's a great guy. Solid medic. He's a friend. One of the most fit dudes I know. Great, great design ideas for these shirts. Go buy a hoodie, go buy a t-shirt, go check them out. My personal favorite right now, the Uber Lance t-shirt. He's got a new one coming out, the Death Fighter. It looks awesome. Seriously, these aren't the cheesy fire department EMS t-shirts that say, Race the Reaper, I Fight What You Fear, or like the garbage ones. You know, pay to save your ass, not kiss it. Go check them out for yourself. Check out all the coolness over at www.fuelthemachineapparel.com. Our other sponsor medical gear outfitters again from our guest today skinny medic he's the owner and operator of medical gear outfitters local paramedic mission to equip individuals with top quality supplies training and the mindset they need to empower themselves to respond to an emergency he sells it all he um customized first aid kits you can build yourself he has pre-made kits If you head over to www.medicalgearoutfitters.com, check out their selection. Pre-made kits, trauma kits, individual first aid kits. If you're looking for Stop the Bleed, they got them. If you're looking for a work kit, uh, you're looking for a travel kit, you're going in the woods for a couple days, you're going hunting. They got them. They got something for everybody for any of your needs. If you don't see a pre made kit, he's got all the supplies, the pouches, the bags, all the all the medical supplies, tourniquets, hemostatic dressings, all of it um, to, to fit your needs. You can purpose build your kit, any everything from uh from the at home family first aid kit from bumps, bruises, scrapes, stings, and all the way to those individual IFACs for first responders, work kits, car kits, large kits for MTI and active shooter. If you don't see it on the website, email them and They'll fix you up, man. They'll set you up. They'll square you away. Free shipping on all orders. There's going to be a link in the show notes. You follow that from the Medic Up podcast. You're going to get 10% off your order. So remember, you never know when you're going to be the first responder. So get the right gear and the right training, medical gear outfitters. So let's get to it. Here comes our friend from San Marcos, Texas, Katie Contreras, and Dietrich Skinny Medic. So here we are. Um, friends from the internet day um, with the. Uh, I'll use your real name because I don't care. Dietrich, the Skinny Medic from the YouTubes. And uh, Lieutenant Katie Contreras from San Marcos, Marcos.
1: Texas.
0: (laughs) Um, I know her from the Instagrams. And when she was judging us at National Tactical Medical Competition 2016. When did we go? Ish. Yeah, 16, I think. Uh, It might have been 17. 17, Maybe. I think it was 16. It was horrible. (laughs) So, yeah. Hanging out today, just honestly goofing off. Um, Trying to figure out what to talk about. And our commonalities are we're educators. We all do stop the bleed. We nerd out over tourniquets. We argue on the internet over bad tourniquets. Instagram. Instagram. We all have a small obsession with Legos, and that's pretty much going to be your episode. So, uh, yeah, here we are. Friday, crappy weather. Katie was supposed to be uh, in Columbus, Georgia. I thought she spelled Columbia, South Carolina wrong and didn't know where she was going, but she was here. She was going to be teaching some classes, trying to horn in on our TECC teaching here on the East Coast. Me and Dietrich got that locked down, all right? In South Carolina, so stay out.
1: Not Uh long. Uh Uh
0: Uh-oh, uh-oh. You're probably right. right. I have not. I've cut my teaching way back, mostly because of just people's inability or not wanting to do things. Like MPAs. Yeah, like do things the way they should be done based off of, you know, solid evidence. So. I'm scaling it back, but I'm glad you're here, I'm glad you stopped by, I'm glad you've been touring Greenville and uh, checking out all of our stuff, so here you are.
2: I do feel like I know you, just from like, the conversation <laughs> on Instagram, Like I feel like I know you, but don't know you. Right. It was like on Instagram, like we talked, we have argued together, uh, posted stuff, we made fun of people together, but this is like the first time I've got to talk, so it's kind of it's weird. Right.
3: Seeing people in in person.
0: Yes, exactly. We'll throw it out there from from again from the internet. K M Contreras C O um, N T R E R A S eight. So go follow her, and we'll up her followers. She's close to a thousand. Let's get her over a thousand. super entertaining. So you're you're. I'm looking at it. You're <laughs> at nine eighty five now. So we already follow you. So that's in there. So there's about. Um, Five other people who follow the podcast so you're gonna be at 990 when I publish it close you'll you'll only have you only have 10 to go after that
1: mm-hmm.
0: probably by the time you get back home you'll at a thousand you'll get you can put up a little thousand follower thing it'll be
3: awesome you totally give I'm to help. I'm here to
0: help here to help changing lives so so you got here this morning to give you a little tour of our of our building and how we teach and all that stuff. And um, I'm jealous of your program. You teach with uh, more Internet people, Ginger Locke from uh, Medic Mindset. Have you been on her show?
3: i have not, but oh. I totally have her T-shirt on right now.
0: All right, that's cool. <laughs> I'm, I need to get one. She's a personal hero. You've seen all of our whiteboards. I want you to go back. I want you to report to her. I want you to report that mine's filled with a bunch of stuff. I wrote that yesterday just so, so we, I could we have we a have talking point. Yeah, just tell her I, I wrote on that. Um, I, I, I talk to her every once in a while through text and ask her questions and try to validate my existence as an educator for EMS, so... Yeah, she's, she's one of my
3: favorite people. She's, <laughs> she's one of the people I look up to. She's a rock Being, star. Being she teaching. she
0: is a rock star. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she really has changed the, uh, some things, that, the way I look at a couple things in the classroom, and uh, it's, it's very motivating. It's very helpful, and it's nice. It's free. It's free con ed for me as an instructor, so... Uh, I was really trying to work on getting her out here to be our speaker for our graduates last year, but it didn't happen, but... Trying to maybe get her to Skype in to an auditorium full of people. One day, I'll I'll work on it. I'll work on it. So, and then Dietrich's here, the skinny medic, skinny medic YouTube, medical gear outfitters, go buy his stuff.
1: i so excited. Yeah, he's like,
0: skinny Mm -hmm. medic's here, like, no big deal. I have 19,000 followers on the IG. Oh no, the the YouTubes. Sorry. Sorry.
2: I think I'm on like 22,000. Shut up. at like 90,000
0: on YouTube.
2: Hopefully, 90, we're going to cross 100,000 this spring and get my
0: YouTube play button. Get a little button, yeah. I'll be That's excited awesome. about that. Hanging up at the shop. Cool. That's awesome. And, uh, and you can go check him out and buy his stuff because he sells high-speed first aid stuff. Let's talk about that, Dietrich. Let's tell the story again. Let's tell the story. I was actually telling this story uh, to one of your students. I tell it, it as much ambulance. as I possibly can. Because it's all I have.
2: So I worked, uh, not yesterday, I guess, first of the week, worked for one of your students on the ambulance. She was scared to death. Uh, she's a brand new paramedic. And I was like, well, we won't kill anybody. We may break a few policies, but, you know, protocols, but we won't kill anybody. And I tried to say that I was an EMT, um, basic, because she was scared to death. And she was like, I know who you are, Dietrich. Um, I went to Virginia's class. I'm like, dang, come on. So... I was like, hey, yeah, the first time Rajir and I met was in a little Simpsonville post at 5 o'clock in the morning. I had no idea who he was. He probably didn't know who I was. I'm like, I just came from a small EMS service coming to this big EMS service. And he was doing research on tourniquets, putting tourniquets on the ambulance. And I was like, dude, we do not need tourniquets on the ambulance. Those are military. I've never needed you need one. a rag and a stick. Yeah, like, I was taught <laughs> cravats and stick, a windlass. I'm like, I've never used a tourniquet in the
0: field at I'm that a, time. I'm a prepper. I live off the land. Yeah. And you're not going to have this in the field. And I was like, okay. And I remember, I remember the look on Nate's face. And he was just, like, letting it go. And... and <laughs> I was like, well, all right then, buddy. You know, whatever. And I think I get left. And I remember Nate telling me, he's like, hey man, he's like, I, I took care of that when you left. You know, you're talking to. <laughs> you just did research at the time. I was doing research. I was doing. It wasn't research. It wasn't real research. There's no Andy Fisher research. Um, <laughs> it, it was. Uh, it was a literature review, and you know we got very lucky. Registry had just put commercial tourniquets into the bleeding wounds and shock management check sheet. And uh, I thought it was cool, Uh, and um, I got a lot of help from North American. They gave me a lot of data, uh, a lot of tourniquet research, and I went through, I must have went through probably 75 papers that had been written on hemorrhage control coming out of the war. And uh, we got very lucky at the time, because right as I was handing that in, one of our Thames medics was on a shotgun wound to the groin and debated whether he should put a tourniquet on, and he did, and he saved the guy's life, and it was perfect timing, and within the next four weeks, there was a tourniquet on every county vehicle, which was great, and we were doing education at the trauma center, the emergency room, everywhere, and, and it just kind of went from there, which was cool, and again, we're spoiled in our location. We have North American Rescue in the backyard. They're right off the highway. Uh, you know, There's tons of knowledge, tons of, tons of education, the willingness to help out the local stuff, the tourniquets actually produced in, um, oh, I'm going to screw it up. It's written on the bottom Rock of it. Hill. What is it? Rock Hill. Yeah, Rock Hill, uh, South Carolina, which again, still right up the highway from us. Um, so it was really cool. It was a good story, you know, stuff that was being used in combat, using being used on the ambulance, and it's making a difference. It's produced here and marketed here in South Carolina, and it, and it worked out. So, but I always remember back and keep going there, Dietrich. What happened a year later after that interaction? What did you What did you do? What were you doing? You started your business. Started YouTube videos. <laughs> um, my first video I ever did
2: on YouTube was the cat tourniquet.
0: The uh, cat tourniquet? The commercial tourniquet? Yes. Not the rag and the stick?
2: <laughs> Not the rag and the stick. I'm just showing making, I'm how just to making use sure. It. And I think now I'm up to six applications in the field. <laughs> commercial tourniquet. Right. Uh, all of them. Yeah. In the pre-hospital setting. So, yeah. So now I make a living talking about tourniquets. Commer- and,
0: commercial tourniquet? Yeah. <laughs> Commercial tourniquets. Kazi approved
2: tourniquets. Yes. Um, I even... Evidence-based medicine. My last video even kind of talked about how improvised tourniquets. There's a lot of data that talks about how they don't really work very much, so...
0: 14 to 60% fail. See, you're both a bunch of nerds, and you know the numbers? I'm just like, they don't work.
3: I put it on my slide, so it's a little tiny part, so I remember. <laughs> nice. Put that in there.
0: So And it's good. You know what? The general public, I, they don't care. I took all the science out of the, my stuff. They're like, oh, Really? This guy found that out in the war. So they work? Yeah, they work. Hey, where do I buy one? How Can you show me how to put that on? You got it. That's mm-hmm. what I'm here for. Let's learn how to put it on. Let's put it on effectively. So that's good. Um, what are you guys doing for um, Stop the Bleed Month? You know, you're both involved, right? Yeah, we are. Yeah. What are you guys doing? Anything you're planning right now?
3: Our county is actually going to do a proclamation for it. So cool. we're working on putting some classes together all month um, I'm in contact with Rin Neely out of Cypress Creek must um, down there they're
0: pretty much rock stars across yeah. the board right now for the last powder many years you know, yes. blood in the field guys are awesome yeah.
3: they're about they're about three hours away but so I'm trying to work with him because he's our I guess our overall state person for Stop the Weeds.
0: So. I don't remember who ours is but we just do our we just do our thing.
2: Yeah, I got kind of asked, like, hey, do you want to do it? And I'm like, I think we already have one for South Carolina. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah. I'm like, I don't know who it is either. But yeah, we're going to do something. We're going to do something through uh, EMS service. I think that's kind of help push that. And we're doing something here, I assume, Yeah, together. Yeah, you assume correctly. Um, <laughs> so, like we did
0: last year. Um, that was a good time last year here at Grimmel. So. Uh, you know, this year it got moved from Stop the Bleed Day to Stop the Bleed Month, which is pretty cool. And it's May instead of March. And lucky for us, it you can easily make it coincide with EMS Week. And that's probably what we'll end up doing. Uh, also, the good part of that for us is we're between we're between semesters. Even though we have a summer semester, it'll be time off for us. Uh, it'll be between our our uh, summer I'm sorry. Our spring and our summer semester, so it'll work out really well. Uh, and yeah, uh, what did we do last year? 68 people. 68 people in six hours. Yeah, like what did like, four classes I think. Yeah, sem- uh, station amount. And, and it was successful. Uh, I mean, I think that was a success. It was. It wasn't as much as I thought, but my brain got the better of me. I was like, let's train a thousand people. I don't know that you can do that without just walking up to people and saying, "Come here." Have you, uh, have you heard the, have you heard the word of our savior, Saint Fisher, <laughs> and about tourniquet application and hemorrhage control? There's plenty of memes you could put oh, up for that. So one. So
1: many, you are awesome. <laughs> so
0: you know, and it's fine. I don't. Again, we you know we we've been successful with sidewalk CPR and hands only CPR. I mean, there's no reason the tourniquet's not the next thing. So, and it should be. I've joked a hundred times that it should be the CPR should be steps the CPR should be printed on your receipt at the grocery store or the Walmart and you know, it's something that everyone has. They they don't ever really look at it but they're aware it's there. You should have that just in time pamphlet for the stop the bleed stuff, um, printed on the back of that so you can read it and go, Hmm, this is interesting. It's like subliminal. You expose to it over and over and over, you just don't know it. And then, you know, you seek out the training and when the time comes you step up and you stop the bleed. So what else? You got to do like your typical story, like all right, Katie, how did you get into mass? Like, <laughs> were you like a whacker, or still a whacker?
2: Yeah, like Chris and I. The, so like... the,
0: the the standard, the standard medicup questions. I got gotcha. So when medicup started, uh, medicup started as free therapy for me. If you haven't listened to any of the episodes, and I know you haven't. Uh, so it started as free therapy for me because uh, it started up. Um, as a way for me to lower my high blood pressure, and not do something stupid at the last job I had,
1: <laughs> um,
0: so it was an out, it became a creative outlet, and it started with um I took uh, the we have a uh, outstanding student of the class from our paramedic school, and they're voted on by their peers, and we have other awards, but they they're voted on by their peers. So I went and tracked those down through the past six cohorts, and I brought them on. And I, I asked them questions. So it was cool. It, it, it took the span of brand new paramedics from six months out of school all the way up to their fifth year of practice. And it showed, like, you know, we asked them questions, you know, how did you deal with your first year, the survival year? Um, how long have you been in? What have you learned? Uh, what was the most terrifying thing for you? It, it, it simple questions. And it was really cool. And it was meant to give current paramedic students and EMT students kind of a hey, that's exactly how I feel right now. Okay, good, that's normal. Over time, this is what I have to look forward to if I want to you know, make this a career. Uh, I don't really know how it's worked. i got to have them back, I guess, or have some other the new kids come back and see if it works. So how'd you get here? There's two types of people. There's I saw a horrible accident, and I felt helpless, and I said I'll never be helpless again. So I went to EMT school. And here I am. Or I got lost in my way to nursing and or medical school. I'm just trying it out to see if I can handle it. And here I am because I nerded out. I fell in love with EMS and I love the ambulance. So where where did you get? Where did you to get
3: here? <laughs> Besides the so airplane kind, so from here? Yeah, kind of a mix and a really long drive with no speed limits. Um, but so I actually, uh, when I was 18 or 19, I was doing fast food. So I was a manager at Wiener Schnitzel. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And I learned a whole lot of, uh, that I don't like high school kids. Wow. Because their, uh, their parents would call in sick for them because they had a long day at school, so they can't work tonight. Um, but so I s- left from there and I went, started working at Schlitterbahn, which is one of our water parks. You
0: just want to work at all? German names. like yes. The German things yeah, are real big in Texas?
3: It. They are. Some areas. New Braunfels. Well, Whatever, we have New Braunfels. Yeah, I was, yeah, <laughs> was going to say, we have New Braunfels. Okay. And, and Schlitteron means slippery road. Fun things to learn. Right, so you're uh, tour guide. <laughs> 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 but so I was doing our lifeguard competition. We have a competition team at And I ended up uh, winning the state guard thing. And one of my... Uh, teammates one of our coaches is a paramedic and he had recommended he was like hey you know you, you should consider emt school so i considered emt went through it that summer then went right into fire academy because i was going to do fire forever and not so much because i went to paramedic school like that well because
0: fire is horrible because the building <laughs> is on fire and you have to go in it that's why and all the things burning inside cause horrible cancer so, and it's that, on fire. I don't know if I mentioned that they're, that. they're so
3: structured. They have like the whole structure thing and you have to do what you're told. And there's fire. For reasons and stuff. <laughs> so, so. EMS doesn't <laughs> have that.
1: No, I want to go work different. where you work.
3: <laughs> it's different. But, um, so I've been a paramedic for 15 years. Uh, and then I also teach at Austin Community College. I've been there 10 years now. Cool.
0: Good deal. I got into it from lifeguarding, too, but I didn't win any cool awards. I just (laughs) didn't drown, and I talked about it before. Uh, We learned CPR, or there was a video, maybe backboarding, whatever it was. Whatever. The video was, the dude was in the pool. They pulled him out. He was in cardiac arrest. They dried him off. They defibrillated him, and I was like, ooh, I want to do that. And the the instructor was like, well, you're doing that. You're in class for lifeguarding. I said, no, I want to do the shock thing. And then it just kind of went from there. So, Dietrich was born on an ambulance, right? Pretty much. It yeah. seemed like it. It's like I, my dad was a fire
2: chief. I remember like riding with him and doing stuff and it's like that's what I want to be. So I've never had a real job before. Uh, I worked at a hobby shop through EMT school, flew airplanes and little remote control cars through high school and then got out of high school and was in paramedic school before I knew it and never really had a real job. You're one of those,
0: I can give morphine but couldn't buy beer, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, you're, yes. you're a medic before you go yep. twenty one. Yeah, yep.
2: right. So I um I love it. Like I love EMS. I'm still a whacker. Like I have I still listen <laughs> to stuff. Like I, like every time the ambulance
0: drives by I'm like, looking out the window. If anyone needed an interpretation about listening to stuff, he means a scanner. Oh yeah, like, I, I still have a scanner. scanner. Yeah, no I know what it meant. There's two radios
2: in my truck right now, like I still I love it and I, I
0: really love EMS part time. You're a whacker. That's cool. <laughs> is that a term in Texas too, or no? What do mm-hmm. you guys call them? No. You We're, guys have
3: they're usually woo-woos.
0: Woo-woos. Mm-hmm. I, that's some woo-woo. other. No, wait. That's <laughs> for the, yeah. Is that for the whack or the person who likes EMS or loves EMS, or <laughs> is that the ambulance term?
3: Like uh, no, the, that's the, just for all of them. All the people right. like the, when you go to conference and you're four hours away, but they still have their radio. Oh alarm, yeah, those they're, guys. They're, yes. they're wearing their they're wearing their duty belt. I always like stuff,
0: in, so. in New York they call them buffs. B U F F. I i was like man i'm glad that and i always thought like <laughs> i heard georgia was nozzle nuts but i'm like that's that's gotta be a fire thing that's okay. not yeah, a mess. Okay. yeah it's not i'm, like, I'm glad it's not us like whacker i brought i just feel like i brought that down here i don't even know what they go ricky rescue
3: probably yeah ricky rescue that's a ricky rescue, yeah, yeah, ricky rescue. A, yeah, yeah, ricky rescue.
2: we've got those guys like yeah. we saw a volunteer rescue squads in the county i'm in right now and like you got the guy who's like his
0: car's almost gonna catch on fire for all the stuff he's got wired in his car like Awesome, dude. up north it's different i, I think it's probably different because i came from pennsylvania and that was a very jersey's real big into it and i think it's changing now uh blue lights on your personal vehicle for other volleys and like you had to get a, i remember you had to get a permit i never had i swear i never had it <clears throat> um and that way i really was clearing my throat i it's not code for like i did have it <laughs> i never had blue lights um yeah foot stomp, right yeah <laughs> uh, And i never i never had it and uh you know, yeah, those are. Where's it going? With? Oh, th- those those were the type of people where it was supposed to be like a blue light for your dash, but then you'd meet people who would have like a little old school Ford Festiva where it had a full light bar on the top yes. of it. But like, it, it's not. It was before LEDs, right? So when the thing would turn, like you know, the, the lights would turn around inside the the lens. Like you'd think like by the time you turn that on, the car would turn around mm-hmm. because it was a tiny little Ford Festiva, and these people would be screaming to call and. It was a crazy time. I, I swear you. I'm sitting in front of you today. I, I swear I never did that. It was not me. I was always really close to an ambulance station, so I would just mosey and then get on the truck. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about before. Like I would put LEDs on my truck.
1: Right I, know, now. I know. I would you. put a rumbler <laughs> and
0: like I would be. I know you would. I, would go I know what's in your truck right now, yeah. and I know you would. So there's some cool stuff in my truck right I'm now. I'm not debating the coolness of stuff in your truck. I'm just saying I know what's in there. And if I the needed like
3: the loadout thing. And
0: if, oh yeah, the and loadout if, I, is loadout I, if I needed two full walk packages, I could walk out to the driveway right now and get them. So
2: if the zombie apocalypse happened right now, we have enough stuff to get home. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we could go to Simpsonville and Pickens. Just It'd drop, be just fine. Drop me <laughs> off. Thank you. Drop me off at the house. That'd be great. Katie you're on your own. <laughs> We're sorry. It's a long way by Air- the Texas. Airports it's up the road. It's a long way.
1: Airports up the road.
2: I probably do need you to organize my truck while you're here, Katie, because like you're super <laughs> OCD on stuff. I, I watch your Instagram. And I'm like, man, I wish I was that organized. Oh,
3: everything, everything has to have its place. It has to be numerical and symmetrical. <laughs> That's, I have. I think 67 tourniquets now, and they're all numbered, and they're in 67 order. Mine are
0: numbered, but some are numbered <laughs> twice because I don't care. <laughs> Just so no, I know that not. they're mine and people don't steal them. That's
3: it. I'll hand them out in order. I'm like, no, you, you you have to get this one. This one's next. This one's next. Jesus. I
2: thought I had a lot of trying to get 67 is <laughs> a good number. It's,
3: uh, it's a bad number. I need... I, even number? Do you need yeah, even I number? Yeah, I need even numbers. It should have been 65. I mean, somewhere <laughs> along the way, I think that's an extra.
0: So you mm-hmm. stole from the student. Like, the uh, students usually have to take them. They're like, oh, I know she said don't take them, and we shouldn't <laughs> use the training ones for real cause, but she doesn't know. She won't know. That's why mine are numbered twice, because I think people steal them, and I can't find them because I'm unorganized. And then I renumbered. And I'm like, oh, number 22 is missing. So I'll put 22, and then I'll go find another box, and they're hidden under moulage. And I'm like, oh, eh, now we have two 22s. <laughs> and I'm okay with that.
2: So you're, like, really big in the Stop the Bleed Yeah, classes, Right, obviously. Uh, what do you think is the biggest challenge about getting – students or you know their civilian population into those classes
3: i a lot of people are just afraid of blood afraid of being the person that helps um well i get i actually did a show at our uh, our hospital that does a health care and having the wound packing stuff set up and there were people that were more than willing to learn tourniquets but as soon as we would start doing blood they're like, oh no 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 i'm not touching that that's and it, my favorite part. I yeah, love that's, it. That's how I tell people. I'm like, no, we're, you're going to make friends. We're going to put fingers in holes, and you're going to make friends. Just and, get their
2: name first. Yeah.
3: yeah
1: you guys are I mean, dirty. Get their name first, first the before name. You put the finger.
3: But that's how you get their attention. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's the hardest thing is convincing people that, yes, you can help. It's not. It's really not that difficult. There's doing the training and stuff. It's, it's out there. available.
2: And you use tech line are you using that for your wound packing or which one do you yeah
3: well i have four of the tech line four tech lines one of the true plot and then one or two wound cubes okay. so my wound cubes bleed though that's what I, I needed them to bleed
2: yes and i don't know if mm-hmm. i oh this will be are you gonna release after shot show or before shot show before okay <laughs> When is Shot Show? I'm dude. That's, I'm I'm that's out sweet. this year. Okay. I just don't. Just pay I got attention to from Focus that. Research Group. Um, I think you're gonna like what comes after Shot Show. So, I, I
0: got know. I got away from the Shot
2: Show. Yeah, because he won't take me. Yeah, you won't
1: go. <laughs> I I, I
3: think, I think you're gonna he did their the wound tube and the the other one. And that one, were... it's gonna bleed. Oh nice. It's gonna bleed. Hey, good. that
0: company, Responder Solutions Group, they put out the wound cop I heard from the cop <laughs> that they made those guys nice <laughs> <laughs> the coolest training company you've ever heard of that doesn't exist anymore it went away nice. quick yeah, but yeah like
2: yeah. i I talked about the one cube i like it because it has different <laughs> mm-hmm. angles and i like the long laceration but i was like God, it needs to bleed like i like that feedback from the students when i'm gonna get done it stops bleeding and so not they already had it in the works it wasn't anything i said but yeah they're Cause I, I do like the tech line when I like to bleed like yes. getting blood over the sidewalk or like someone got massacred out there and I'm like that's the cool. I like the noise it makes when it starts squishing. I do that. Would, like I we like did that. that and like same thing. Like we had to do it for teachers and they were like, oh, I can't do that. Like yeah, you can. You're gonna do this. And come um, close your eye. Close your eyes and do it. He almost like vomited. <laughs> like we could almost get on the puke. Like just kind of nudge him a little bit. So
3: yeah, that's talking about the the sound it makes. The uh, the true clot with the I have the laceration one mm-hmm. and people. People get in there and they're putting fingers in, and it always splashes up everywhere. You Get blood everywhere.
0: We pressurized the TecLine one, and volcano. Um, <laughs> you know? And I was <laughs> people always like they'll look inside of it, and I'm like, all right, get stage out your gauze. This is what we're gonna do. You've seen it, you saw a demo, and they're like, all right. And I like I'll hold. I have a pressurized like garden sprayer that I'll press my thumb on. And, They'll see me like messing with it and they'll be like, okay, I'm ready. And I'll just wait and they'll look and I'll blast it and it comes out and they are jam their hand in there and they go to it. And they're like, it's not stopping. I'm like, press harder, <laughs> pack harder, back towards the bone, back towards the heart, all the little, <laughs> you know, nuggets of info they didn't listen to while they were watching the slide and now it's bleeding everywhere. No, it's so, blood, it yeah, sidewalk, blood everywhere, right? It's fun. You tell them, hey, I told you, it's two washings to get that out. Don't wash it with your normal clothing. Good stuff absolutely fun for me, you know. Yeah. I'm not getting blood on me.
2: So, <clears throat> I was talking about Chris, I was like, I have to ask cat or soft tea. Oh, let's do it! <laughs> let's
3: go there. So, for mine, I carry cat, so I have two cats in my bag. I have one actually, I put a had a picture of it on Facebook the other day or Instagram where TSA took my another one of my pocket knives, but they did not take my uh, decompression needle. Nice, but, uh, but so I have my uh, tourniquet in my in my backpack that I carry. All
0: right. I went to uh an amusement park in North Carolina, carowinds Amusement Park and I missed that's probably hopefully seasonal employee. I have my I have my kit with me. It just just because my kids are there. And uh they're searching it. Guys like, What's this? And I was like, It's not this first aid kit. The guy's like it pulls a you know, ten gauge deco needle out and he's like, This? I was like, Part of the kit? And he looked at me and he kinda looked, you know, all right i think i get it all right whatever i was like oh, don't throw that out don't be like that <laughs> we just put it back in and my wife's like I think he understood and i was like no i don't you know my next thing was like it's a knitting needle just leave it alone Just go away. <laughs> i'm diabetic leave it alone
2: <laughs> i haven't had any problems like i i don't last time i flew i didn't fly with a needle though it's like it was just like a pressure bandage combat galls cat tourniquet mm-hmm. and um like my bag got pulled both times, and like <laughs> they're looking at it, like it's not a bomb, it's fine. And um, but no, I never had a problem. The funny I thing was, like when problem. I flew to Dallas, we did—I like, thought I did everything right, flying with weapons. Like we had the lockable cases, had the ammo out, flew to an RA in Dallas. Everything was fine. Flying out of Dallas, got pegged, and that chick took all my ammo. I'm like, she's like, no, you can't do it. I had some, it has to—it has because I didn't have my ammo in the right box. It wasn't.
0: Taped. Oh wow, well, I don't yeah. remember now. It like, has
2: to be like I guess in another separate, separate container. Yep.
0: Yeah. Was, like separate, ridiculous. closed box or taped yeah. over. Yeah. But, Dad's got good stories about that. I got TSA. You know, yeah. Amazon company took care of me, so well, I appreciate it. <laughs> right. So no, I don't think I. I don't know if I've ever flown with a needle. I can't remember, but I don't doubt it. Uh, float. I used to fly with a flashlight. I'm flashlight all the time, and I read an article. This is totally unrelated to TACMED, unless you were gonna. Yeah use that flashlight as a windlass with Dietrich's rag, but <laughs> <coughs> he doesn't do that anymore. Um, I read an article years and years ago, like people flying with flashlights and, and security saying something, and you know, if people ever question it, you know, I just kind of get a little loud with them, be like, yeah, so I can see my way out of the wrecked fuselage when the plane goes down, and people are like, oh, hey, sir, 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 mm-hmm. why don't we take your flashlight and go sit mm-hmm. down, go eat your, go eat your free cookies. So, I would assume I could do that with a needle. It's for when we depressurize and I have to pop your chest. <laughs> gonna, you'll thank me later. Mm. So, I don't. Pretty sure that's going to get you a cavity search these days. So yeah, kind of, kind of watch my p's and q's. I try not to fly.
3: Drag off your plane.
0: Right. Somebody YouTube this so <laughs> yeah, I get my money back. Gotta go on Facebook Live with it. YouTube so, me. Go to Instagram Live. You'll be alright. Put me on YouTube so we can tape it. Yes. <laughs> So what else? So let's see. You said 15 years as a medic, Katie. Mm-hmm. Um, You're teaching for 10. Did you, are you teaching at the same place where you were educated as a medic?
3: So I'm actually not. Uh, no. Which makes it interesting when we're doing class. Uh, I have a co-lead instructor for our EMT class. And luckily he went through the program. I went through a, a nine-month paramedic class on uh, where Scott Bollinger is. Oh, Scotty. So, uh, Leslie Hernandez was my instructor out there. But we went through out there and started working They're there. They're like rock star by
0: association. That's pretty cool.
3: <laughs> so, it's it's nice having the cadaver lab there. because We yeah. are able to go out there now.
0: I would so, have seen you, you were an expert on the I.O. when you left. Because of Scotty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's good <laughs> that, people.
3: That in airway. Scotty was airway a judge rate.
0: for me and Dietrich. I, mean, I think at least for two of our competitions in the state.
3: <laughs> so, this. The South Carolina Symposium? Yeah.
1: Yep, yeah.
3: It's, I came to that two years ago.
1: Year so Why? Just because? <laughs> Just
3: because I did like a little tour. I went to that one and then I went down to Lake Lanier.
0: We talked about and that I'm off saying, air because, you know, if mom said a uh, mom always said if you have something nice to say.
3: <laughs> well,
0: I don't think we were there two years ago, were we? I think we quit by then. Uh, we were retired after that. We were retired by then. So
3: Yeah, I think the, the scene we watched was a bar thing. That was not us. Yes. Yeah. It was a bar set up and they had a victim hidden behind the bar and nobody found it. And we would, so have found have found nice.
1: yeah. yes. would have found it.
0: We would have found it. Dietrich and I would have found it. We would have found it. We would have looked behind the bar first. Chris retired on me. Made a drink. Make four in a row. Made a drink so I could stop shaking and, and then treated the rest
2: <laughs> of the patient. I will say that like Kenneth and I were talking about it, she was like, You think someone was going to win the no. competition more than three years nope. in a row? I'm like, no. Maybe, but Chris no. and I are going to go down. I will wheelchairs, show up in and our walkers. Everyone
0: going to be there. I'll handle business. And then we'll just, just retire again. Whatever. I mean, solid, solid. It's always solid teams. I told you, man. We can work on our own competition up here. It's going to be cool. You'll see. It's going to be cool. EMS week. Stop the bleed. It's going to be fun. I'm make, excited. We're going to make EMS great again. Get, <laughs> get some... Do we need some
1: hats and walls? Like, or, lots
3: of walls.
1: Lots of walls? Can <laughs> <laughs> we I talk about that or
3: not? I saw something this morning. They had a, it had a picture of a cartel vehicle
1: trying to drive
3: over the wall and get stuck. That's, that's funny <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. i mean I a cartel is not funny but that's I mean,
1: funny yeah, you
3: usually the Why would you drive over? you're yeah. in texas
0: fix it <laughs> yep. it's all you we got beautiful <laughs> mount we are nestled in the mountains of the upstate where the weather is shitty today but beautiful we at all the use it's ranked it every day 20 for the last six months years. it seems yeah. like yeah we, and we miss the hurricanes most of the time it doesn't snow that bad and
3: uh, you're gonna have a wind chill of like negative seven this week
0: put a coat on
3: it's <laughs> nonsense mm, weather
1: put a coat on
0: <laughs> we have hats in south carolina they call weather. them toboggans it's fine <laughs> it'll be fine as long as i don't got a shovel i mean i'm good i'm good i hate working ems in the snow i hate working ems in the weather period <laughs> people say how come you've been doing it for 25 years because i'm that not smart true. enough to do anything else
2: i hate working ems in the rain like, i do not I want to bring it. i hate bringing patients out of the house like they get drowned,ed we get no, drowned. I, I, I cocoon them up there like their mouth is hanging out <sighs> that's all you
1: see
2: <laughs> i remember hanging out on scene like for like 45 minutes one day because it was like pouring down rain and the house didn't have gutters it was like a waterfall coming over i'm like we're not going anywhere. i
0: did that recently but without a patient a like guy we went to a doctor's office where the pa had um uh, she had tried to just call 9 call nine one one for every patient she saw that day. And I'm like, the lady didn't want to go with us. And she's like, well, she needs to go. She needs a transfusion. I said, when did you get your labs? She knew her hemoglobin was low for like four weeks. She was scheduled for a transfusion later in the day. But the PA is like, take the ambulance. Like, you take your car. Mm-hmm. So, like, kind of had a little word of prayer hmm. with the PA, like, We've responded out to this office four times in the last 45 minutes. You don't – you probably don't need us for all this. And then the patient's like, I'm not going in the ambulance. We're like, okay, sign here. And, like, we've kind of gotten a little loud, right? And then we went available, and we're, like, going to storm out of the building, right? Mm-hmm. But it's pouring from the ground <laughs> up. So I'm like, I'm just going to stand here, but I'm still mad. You should just asked where our Keurig <laughs> machine was and, <laughs> and have a cup of coffee. Like, was, we're <laughs> just going to sit here for
2: a
1: few minutes. No. It,
0: it was pretty awkward. So. Um, um Well, that's cool. I mean, that's that's good on the education. And you're a lieutenant. You're a training lieutenant now. So, what do you got to do for that? Like, uh, I mean, do you have you a Tahoe?
3: I don't. I don't. But I have a Harry Potter closet. So, because. Me, do you my... base all your
0: training on Harry Potter?
3: <laughs> um, I actually reference...
0: Do you work it into a lot of your training stuff?
3: I work it more into like my, my papers for school. And stuff. Oh. I try to do a movie reference. That's absolutely lost
0: on me because I've only seen like 30 minutes of the first one. And mm. I'm well aware oh. that there's like nine or seven books. And then there's mm. his cousin with the beast or something. Because mm. my oldest daughter is probably like you who knows all that stuff. And my wife, she's into it too. And I'm like,
1: dude, whatever. I have a
3: Harry Potter riding a llama on my desk, and I have a little like Nimbus two thousand his broomstick. I don't know what that is. Yeah, no, was, like, I'm his, completely he's, lost like, here. His broomstick, and it's a pin, and it floats on my desk.
1: It's pretty
3: rad, and yeah, I have a lot of toys on my desk. Sorry. So like so this. do I, <laughs> yeah.
0: but mine is Luigi and Legos and Tyrannosaurus and tourniquets because I'm a nerd. And if you're in this office, it's usually for discipline. Never so, <laughs> that, good. Never good. So, are you still
2: in the ambulance full time, or is that kind of a
3: no? I can't, I've actually office. been off the off the ambulance for a year. January was a year that I've, I've been off.
0: You better so. get back on it. Do you, you miss it? Do you, wait, can you go? Can you come and go as you please? Like you're like, oh, you know what? I gotta do. Uh, presentation for IST tomorrow, but you know what? I'm going to go run calls. So Can mm-hmm. you do that or no? Uh,
3: we can to a point. So really? My, my captain, uh, we do all the like skills testing. So we do all of our FRO, our fire department. So we do all of their training. We do all of our internal training. And then we can do field evals. So we have our students do, or our new hires, I guess. But uh, we can go out and we'll jump calls with them. And sometimes when it's nice in the summer, we'll go throw a mannequin out by the river and have called uh, a cruise dispatch to us nice um, that's cool uh, that's that's fun but um you know, our my actual job is purely it came across just straight out of the field our lieutenants are FTOs mm-hmm. so that's I and mean, I think we have seven or eight of them now that's so awesome. i just the off the truck one so that we had somebody who was always off the truck to do CE
0: so, do you okay. travel to different stations for skills checkoffs, or do people come to you? Or
3: uh, for the, our city trucks could we cover I think four hundred and twenty-five square miles or so. But our my my office in the city is forty-five minutes from our furthest station. Wow. So everybody in the city of San Marcos, they uh, they will come to admin to do skills, and then everybody else, the outliers, I go to them.
0: And do you have that like on a rotating basis, or is it every day people are coming to you for something?
3: Or uh, it depends. We just did a whole credentialing thing. We got a new medical director two years ago, mm-hmm. and so everybody re-credentialed from chiefs down. And it wow. It was a <laughs> one-on-one interview and skills testing. Oh wow! So it was it was Impressive. Like a lot. So it's pretty cool. And it's the first time we've done that. So it was it was a lot of good information. We have a really good doctor, so it was it was a challenge for a lot of people. So for that I have people come in and do skills. Wow. So. How many analysts do you go have? Uh, we have 10 full time that are power trucks or demand trucks so they're 12 hour and then we're getting another one. Oh, around. is that
0: what that word means in Texas? Demand? Like I <laughs> demand, saw that on yes. the show I and mean, I'm like, mm-hmm. demand unit, that's bad. I want to do that. Like I always thought that was like the call-in <laughs> truck or extra. Feel like, yeah. Or they're definitely they already know that they're going to run 12 calls in 10 hours. Yes. Like That's what I kind of figured. Yeah,
3: it's in, in Austin they have them too and that's, yeah. theirs are like that. Ours are kind of set into the schedule so they're on peak times but they okay. may or may not they're
0: just in the rotation so are they different shifts than your normal trucks
3: there so we do or this. do you go
0: by call like we power truck mm-hmm. like i know power truck as come in run six calls go home no matter what you were scheduled or power, in the world. or power truck <laughs> that was a neighboring county that used to do that our power trucks were like, <laughs> 20 they, calls they were, in yeah, fourteen hours. those were 14 hour trucks instead of 12 and people yeah you, know, you would say well i hate working I hate working EMS in the rain, or I hate working EMS in the weather. People would, I would always joke, and uh, they'd say, you know, we'd always have people come in. They want to ride in our HR at the time. I would always say, talk to the people in blue, ask them what they like and what they don't like about a, this place, and they'll tell you. And someone would be like, what What don't you like about it? I was like, hmm, power trucks, which had never really worked. And they're like, well, what What don't you like? I said, there's only one thing worse than working twelve hour shifts, and it's working fourteen hour shifts. So. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, yeah, well, just get
1: murdered. Yeah. When
0: you say weird number, I say arbitrary is the word, yeah, the, it's, if you understood the, the word you were looking for is arbitrary, <laughs> so, because it, it did nothing.
3: Ours ours run on 12-12-24. Okay. So, and they're just part of the rotation, so whatever calls they run, they run. So we're putting on a, a fourth one out in our furthest away county. And they start, those, those kids just graduated, new higher academy. So they just got put with FTOs this week.
0: How long's your new hire academy?
3: Uh, seven, seven or eight days. Really? Yeah, it's, it's. Is
2: that all office time, or is it split between office uh, and? It's all, it's all
3: office. That's okay. the office side of it. So once they go out from there, um, we use the FTO program. Oh, I'm jealous. So we
0: so it, it we fits. we are aware, and we've we have our current training lieutenant who's been to the program, mm-hmm. and we've added some things into it. I say we, they. I still work there, but I don't do that. Um, good program. Very good program. A uh, lot of good ideas out in there. A lot of good processes. Uh, I don't know why it's not a standard.
1: It's just, you know,
0: I know it costs a lot of money to get that going, but it's worth I think the payoff is is outstanding. So, cool. That's very cool. It's very cool.
3: But, but I think usually they're in that up to six months so That's awesome. depending on just six
0: month probationary it? period
3: it's nice when you know you have experience people coming in so you're not it's not just the standard zero to
1: concept. hero
0: <laughs> yeah yeah come on no, we have Say lots it. of those zero to hero it's not, not a dirty word anymore <laughs> not a dirty word um, so well good deal what um what was like? What was your first shift like? You remember it? What'd you say? Fifteen years? Yeah, long ago um, when you I, were when you were went on the road instead of the office. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so i mean, not it was, the man. It was actually October third, two thousand three. Wow, that's, 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 so that's pretty good. I, I was do, I was
0: October fourteenth, two thousand two, as nice. a paramedic here. That's so funny. I remember this yeah. no I remember those numbers. I, weird. I
3: remember
2: mine was the end of December. Like I don't remember the exact day, but. We were getting yelled at. It was fun. I would never. would never yeah.
3: yell. That's, I'd never driven an ambulance
0: before,
3: so besides the EVOC class, which right. was like... <laughs> all hour and a eight. half, yeah. yeah.
0: Throwing your partner around, like slamming oh, the yeah. brakes. It's pretty weird. That yes. first AMS, I never did that. Backward serpentine, still haven't.
3: So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at that. I can parallel park an
0: ambulance. Right.
3: I've that never, I've
0: never I, found an yeah. opportunity to do that. Not ever. No. Even in transfers. Not ever. Place.
1: Right. <laughs>
3: But, um, so I was an EMT because that was, I was hired with our first group of EMTs that the system had ever had. They were Ooh. medic. Yeah. So nobody really wanted to work with the EMTs and they weren't really sure what does, to do It does, but it shouldn't, them. it shouldn't be that way.
0: <laughs> Again, I was the EMT on the medic truck for six years before I went to paramedic school. So me too. I, like, I, I was that EMT. I look
2: back at my paramedic partner I was like, oh my gosh, like she had to have hated me, but. I was that mm-hmm. EMT, was right? Sort of the brand brand new. Yeah, brand new. I miss those days.
3: And so, but we're out in Dripping Springs, and back then, um, that's our furthest away place. It was super, super rural. I
0: used to say farthest away, super rural. Tell how long to the hospital. How long to a hospital? What could so, be what could be resembling a hospital?
3: So, where Dripping Springs is at, it can depending on where because it's. We don't have the mountains, but we have back roads. Okay. So if you're out at kind of the furthest point out, it can be about an hour and a half to a hospital. Oh but then God. they also have they have a Band-Aid hospital closer in. But when you bring them a code, they ask, why are you bring it in here? So it's one of those you have to plan to stay there and run the code with them.
1: That's still kind of cool. It's mm-hmm. so kind of cool. But...
3: Yeah, they're, they're further out, so you actually get to do medicine out
0: there. Right, and that's where I was going to, I was absolutely yeah. going to say the oh, same yeah. thing. You get to do medicine and see the results of it, too, which is mm-hmm. cool. <clears throat> Spoiled two trauma centers 25 miles apart, helicopters that were tripping over, uh, you know, we only really have two hospitals that are lower speed than the other eight, so we'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> or, but we are still, in our county, 800-some-odd square miles urban suburban rural so not rural like you like not mm. a, we have speed limits we have back
2: roads <laughs> but there's like dirt roads
0: so
1: we do
2: have some dirt roads up north yeah yeah we're so. to know that one like you're not supposed to cut through a on slider.
0: right because you know the ambulance doesn't fit <laughs> doesn't
2: fit or like the, you can always hear on the radio
0: the rookie's like oh yeah sorry we took the wrong road yeah the bridge doesn't work up in the watershed <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely so cool what uh let's see what else was I, always, I should have print be a better interviewer i would have printed things out Oh wow, is that a or is it a picture of a back road? <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, Oops. well.
3: Yeah, so they managed to uh,
1: that, that get meme- that
3: get that sunk in, and then they also uh, the fire crew that came to save them also gets it. Awesome, and then again that follow- becomes
0: two memes instead of one. It says who's rookie? Yeah, so, yes. yeah, simple. Yes. I put that up all the time when it happens here. i be like, hmm, who's rookie? Who's new guy? <laughs>